0: Welcome back to the She Praise Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that your new year has started off well. If I be honest with you guys, January is Januarying. It has already been an intense month, and we're just starting the third week of January. So I want to encourage you today as we go into prayer that just because things start off rough does not mean that you're on the wrong track it doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong it doesn't mean that God is upset with you it doesn't mean that you're failing it just means that this is a part of life let us pray father we thank you that even when we don't know what to say or how to respond to life's situations we know that there is safety in you we know that we can come to you father and hide in you and be reassured, and be comforted, and be strengthened in you. And for that, we say thank you. We thank you, Father, that you are a constant, and consistent, and faithful refuge for those who love you. That we can always come to you, Father, just as we are, with questions, with fears, with doubt, with concern, and know that you're waiting, and that you love us, and that you're listening. And we say thank you. Thank you for the privilege to be called a child of God. Thank you for the privilege to worship you in spirit and in truth. Thank you, Father, for the privilege of leaving us a last will and testament, which is your Bible, to give us wise instruction and to reassure us and to give us confidence and to give us courage because, God, we desperately need it. And so we say thank you. We thank you, Father, that even when this broken world does what it does and we participate in it or hear of it or see it. We know, Father, that you have already prepared our hearts for the hardships of this life. For we know and we've said on this podcast many times before that we live in a broken world and brokenness is going to occur because broken people are in it. And we don't avoid it in our families. We don't avoid it in our churches. We don't avoid it in our sororities or our fraternities or on our jobs or in our neighborhoods because brokenness is everywhere. But I thank you, Father, that Jesus took our place and that he was the perfect sacrifice so that we are covered and we are kept and we are reassured. There is a hope at the end of this life. And we thank you for that. Before we begin to lift up our prayers and our petitions, Father, we want to ask for you to forgive us. Forgive us, dear God, for saying some things we may not have needed to say, uh, for doing some things we know we ought not be doing. For we know, Father, that all have fallen short of the glory of God. We all miss the mark. We all mess up. We all fall into sin and we all sometimes intentionally sin. And for that, God, we ask for your forgiveness. But we know that when we come to you and we ask forgiveness, Father, that you are faithful and just to forgive us and that you're not going to condemn us. And so we thank you that you are a gracious, loving, long suffering and compassionate God. And while we know, Father, that you will not um, wag your finger at us and berate us for falling and for making mistakes and sinning, we do know, Father, that when we come to you and ask for forgiveness, you expect us to make a change. And so, Father, I pray that as we ask you for forgiveness, that maybe we be more specific in the thing that we need forgiveness for. That when we speak it out in prayer, that it really loses its power over us because we are confessing something that you already know. But you need us to admit so that we can begin to do the real work of the heart, real work of the character. And so, Father, we pray that if anyone is listening and they're struggling with addiction, I pray that they will confess it to you. If anyone is listening and they're struggling with anger, they're struggling with jealousy, they're struggling with envy. God, I pray that they would confess that to you, that they would be specific, that they would be open and transparent and raw. Not that you don't know it, but that you need to hear them say it so that it becomes real, so that they can be humbled, so that they can be changed, so that they can be broken. Because many times, Father, we know that you desire a broken heart and a contrite spirit. Because we know that when we're brokenhearted, Father, you're able to come in. You're able to change us. You're able to speak to us. We're ready to listen when you speak to us when we're broken. And so while we don't desire brokenness and we don't desire suffering, it is promised. And so, Father, I pray that we grow in those moments of brokenness, that we grow in those moments of despair, that we grow in those moments of really dealing with what's dealing with us. For Job declares in the Bible that it was the the turmoil within him that caused him to speak. And many of us have turmoil going on and we're speaking things and saying things and thinking things and acting in ways because there's turmoil going on inside. Maybe we've been violated. Maybe we have suffered betrayal. Maybe we're dealing with a sickness. Maybe we're suffering and grieving because someone has died, Father. And that turmoil we're not allowing uh, to come forth or that grief we're not allowing to come forth and, and to say it to you and to talk with you about it and to sit with the uncomfortableness of it. So, Father, we pray now that as we come to you, that we will be real. That if this month, this year it's already been tough, Father. I pray that we find ourselves tucking away to be with you, tucking away to read your word, to be encouraged, to be hoped, to be helped, to be comforted and to be strengthened. I pray, Father, that we find ourselves tucking away to be corrected and chastened and disciplined and rebuked by you through your word. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray against the spirit of pride. So many times, the more knowledge we have of scripture, the more pride, the more prideful we become. And when we become prideful, we think no one can tell us anything about anything. But Lord, we know that you have placed people in our life, even if it is just one who has been placed there to be honest with us. To tell us things that are tough, but tough things that we need to hear. And while truth does not have to be cruel, truth can wound for the Bible declares faithful are the wounds of a friend. That means that when people we love tell us something we don't want to hear, just because we don't want to hear it doesn't mean that it's not true. Just because it hurt our feelings, it doesn't mean that it's not true. We needed to hear it. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. It's better than you be wounded by a truthful friend than one who deceives you with kisses and flattery and charm and words. And so, Father, I pray that we we get real with you. That as this January goes on and February and March, if we're graced to see it, that we have a real and relevant and vibrant relationship with you. That we're no longer just posting scriptures and posting quotes and and talking about things that have nothing to do with scripture. But that we talk more about you, that we get closer to you, that our lives are examples of you. Father, I pray against false doctrine. And we pray against, Father, worshiping your creation instead of worshiping you. We pray, Father, against false teachers, people who are saying things about Scripture that the Bible never says, never intended to say. We pray against those, Father, who take uh, Scripture out of context and use it to manipulate, control and scare people. Father, we pray that the Holy Spirit would arise in those who have been called by you. We're praying, Father, that we are humble, that we are teachable, that we have joy-filled hearts and gentle hearts and self-control, and that we are peaceable, that we make peace and keep peace with others in the name of Jesus. We're praying that the fruits of the Spirit arise in us. Many of us know too much scripture to be so mean, Many of us know too much scripture to be so moody. Many of us know too much scripture to be so inconsistent in being Christ-like. And so Father, I pray now that that this trial that we may find ourselves in as January, January I pray Father that it produces in us perseverance and that perseverance, endurance, and that endurance character. For that is what we need. We need godly character, Christ-like character. I pray that our desire to pray increases, that our desire to fellowship with others increases, that we get back into the building and worship and sing and play instruments and serve to the glory of God, not to be popular or to be entertained or to have a platform or to not have a church home. I pray, Father, that we find ourselves turning our hearts back to you that we are turning our ways back to you that we're turning our thoughts and our attitudes and our actions back to you because we don't the, the 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 changing of the year the changing of the days does not signify a change within us for real change to occur there has to be reality mixed in we got to mix in faith we got to mix in our troubles We've got to mix in the truth of the word and we've got to endure and not grow weary in well-doing. I pray, Father, that as we lift up our prayers to you, that we leave them with you and that we do what it is we can do in that moment and in that day. I pray, Father, that wherever our feet are, that we would be present, that we don't allow Monday to take us all the way to Friday and we're irritated and pissed off at everybody throughout the week. But I'm praying, Father, that we remain present that we pace ourselves, that we manage our time and our thoughts wisely. Help us to know when to say yes, Father, and when to say no. Help us to know when it's time to pray and when it's time to pray and fast. Help us to know when it's time to make a change for the good, which is to be more like Christ, because we don't need to be just better. We don't need to be vague in our petitions because if we just be a better person, that's very vague because we could be a better liar, a better thief, a better adulterer. No, no, no. We need to be better Christ like men and women. And so I pray, Father, for a spirit of humility, that we would confess those issues in our hearts and that we would really make the change that is necessary. I pray, Father, that we have friendships that support us and encourage us not that everything should serve us that's not Christ like but that we should endure that we should be patient that we should serve that we should be compassionate that we should be sympathetic empathetic and that we should be kind in the name of Jesus Help us to have self-control. Father, we don't have to respond to every post. We don't have to get on social media every day. Help us to manage our time with what we're taking in visually and what we're hearing. For faith comes by hearing. What are we listening to? Do we have more faith in our influencers who are influencing us to spend money we don't have, to buy things we don't need, to be someone we don't even recognize when we look at ourselves in the mirror? So I pray, Father, that truth would arise and the enemies of God would be scattered. I'm praying, Father, that we find ourselves in our closets or in our prayer room or in our car or even at the kitchen sink, interceding for family members and friends and communities and neighbors and this world. I pray that our hearts turn back to you, Father. And even if life is very difficult right now, which for many people it is, as I talk to you now, I'm telling you January has started off incredibly rough, but there's also joy in the midst of it. And we know that two things can be true at the same time. You can experience joy and you can experience grief at the same time. How do I know that? Because that's what Jesus did. Jesus saw the cross and he was not ashamed. There was joy when he saw that cross, but while he was in the garden of Gethsemane, he experienced grief, grief so intense, grief so strong that the Bible declares he sweat blood, so if our Savior can experience grief and joy, so can we. And I pray that each day we just keep putting one foot in front of the other. That we try to be Christ-like. That we try to apologize. That we try to forgive. That we mend broken relationships. That we be the mature one in the name of Jesus. And wait patiently for the Lord. Still yourself because he loves you. Because he has an expectation on you. And because your faith that you've been given is for your assignment. Get back on assignment. It is in Jesus name we pray this prayer and we seal it in faith and we say amen. Thank you so much for joining the She Prays Podcast. I'll see you again next week on Monday. God bless you.